Have they no refuge or resource? Are there no podcasts? Are there no On Two's podcasts? I got a boatload for you um, yeah. this morning, evening, whenever you're listening. Uh, yeah, night nighttime is another time you could listen. Uh, afternoon, potentially. Uh, middle it's all the, up to middle you. Middle of the night, even. 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the wonderful thing about streaming media is, you know, in the old days, we'd be doing this over the radio and you'd have to tune in to our AM station. So think about how good you've got it. Mm-hmm. This Christmas. <laughs> this Christmas. Think about how good you've got Christmas, it. This <laughs> Christmas. Think about how good you've got it. Where's the lie? Um, so, yeah, we, uh, we're we getting into our true Christmas episodes. We had our, our preview yeah. last week with Jack, Jack Frost. Jack Frost had, like, one Christmas scene. Yeah. There was, like... Where they gave each other weird the, fake presents. The empty gifts that fucking ruled still. I still love yeah. that. Um. Whereas this week these are fucking these are these are Christmas staples and um, a manufactured a Christmas absolute, staple. Absolute yes, absolute <laughs> classics. Absolute classics in the house tonight. Um, where do we want to start? Which which one do you um, want to go with first? Do you want to go with the classic classic? Uh yeah, let's just do them in that order. I think sounds good. So um, uh, so we're gonna start with a Christmas Carol. The 1971 version. That's a TV short. Yeah, and this one, this was an interesting rendition. So there's, there's probably one that you've already seen with, you know, the same garbage animation as like a billion other fucking things. Then there's the Muppets one, which, which owns, which is like the only version that people actually enjoy of this. Yeah. Aside from Scrooged, I guess, which is kind of yeah, a thing onto itself. Right. Right, it feels different enough, or like you know, like its own thing enough. Um, but yeah, I guess so does the Muppets, honestly. Like, kinda. It's hard to have a variation of this that is straight up just a retelling of the story without any without any yeah, bonus gimmicks and have it be fucking good. It's boring. It's boring as shit, and we've all Which heard we'll it a million times. <laughs> Although, all right, this one kind of it. It kept me interested by having really good, cool animation yeah. and like character design. Like the fucking the first two ghosts that you see own. just rule. They own so hard. Yeah, yeah. The so the animation style is this like very hand drawn painterly. You could like kind of imagine it being like ink and wash or like something akin to that. It's very very yeah. thick with color and like very scribbly in its animation, and I absolutely love it. Like there's um you mentioned this when we when we first looked at it but it it is a very similar to um the the um the version of uh, magic the flute that i actually version of watched. the magic flute that yeah i gaslit you into watching <laughs> um and uh yeah it it's is it like is this a bbc style like where does this come from do you have any inkling all right so 
the director of this is a guy named Richard Williams. Hello, Richard. And God, I keep I I keep going on IMDb and I keep seeing it's nothing but ads for House of Gucci right now. Oh God, which is just the funniest <laughs> shit to me. <laughs> It seems like a parody. I like, I can't look at that and not think that it's a parody of something else. I didn't realize until I was I was at the... I was uh, getting a haircut yesterday, and an ad for it ran on the radio, and I didn't realize Ridley Scott was involved. Holy shit, what? <laughs> it's just like, fucking what? What, <laughs> what is happening? Watch, it's going to anyway. be amazing. It's going to, like, turn out to be <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just going to win all the awards. <laughs> And it'll prove forever that you can do an Italian accent. It's not racist. I um, mean, they've done it. They, I think they did that with House of Versace already. Mm. Or whatever that was called. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah, the director of this guy named Richard Williams. Um, he's done, like, quite a bit of other stuff. Okay. Uh, let me see. Uh Ziggy's Gift is one that's on here that I recognize. Uh, the Thief and the Cobbler oh, is one that, that's the one that stands out to me. Yeah, like we're gonna have to do that at some point because yeah. it's so fucking weird. And that's a full feature length, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like ninety minutes or whatever. Some amount of it is like animatics. Oh, interesting. Uh, just because it it didn't get finished. <laughs> that'll happen and this at least this the version that i wanted to produce too like i kind of oh it. yeah that was one thing that i know uh, that i noticed nothing stops moving yeah never like just just everything's moving around always it honestly even looks a little bit like the kind of style that ended up influencing people like don hertzfeld like that yeah like, kind of redrawn where every it, it feels like every cell is redrawn, even if it's not kind of thing to the point right. where the background's shifting around. Characters are sort of like, this is going to sound gross, but is I think an apt way to describe it, like oozing around a little bit where they're like mm -hmm. shifting and like they, they maintain their form, but only as much as they need to. It's kind of, I mean, cool. there is definitely a very gross shot of, um, uh, Scrooge's nephew like moving into the camera very early and it's just like I don't like that I really don't like how they portray children in this <laughs> just as a yeah. rule they're all a little a little sh like that that shiftiness of their movement is like a little uh, a little too much for me anyway. yeah but all right so where I really come down on this the animation wonderful yeah. looks great everything else sucks everything else like, well hang the on the sound the sound is so bad the sound is the so acting. bad however the foley is amazing but there's just not enough of it it sounds yeah. vacant in like yeah. ever they have like a trippy time travel scene and oh, there's God. just that was cool. no audio behind it i thought that was cool though actually like you're you're just like flashing scenes like bam 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 bam, bam with no with no audio i thought that was pretty cool actually like i don't I, I thought that they needed some audio there like something i guess where i'm getting at is that to me a lot of those choices not all of them but a lot of those choices felt born out of like some directorial intent as opposed to just abandoning the soundscape 
I'm not saying anything remotely close to it worked all the time, but of the issues that I had with this, the sound was lower on on the uh, on the list for me by quite a bit. Okay, well, what what were your bigger issues with it? Um, the fact that it was uh, was it the acting? Yes, that <laughs> yeah. that every line was delivered with um As an accidental flat. air of either yeah. extreme comedy or complete disinterest. <laughs> it, yeah. And the comedy it, was it better. It really felt like, you know, the animation department put their effort in. Yeah. And then just no one directed these actors. Yeah, the animation department showed the fuck up. And um, it's honestly a shame that <laughs> that did not continue forward. Well, and the... it, it is funny to me. This is one of the only things that I've seen where the credits are just like animation department and, and just like list all of those people. Yeah. And they hardly even credited the actors i didn't notice that that's really funny yeah it was real weird <laughs> i mean they earned it do you know mm -hmm. i mean i didn't recognize any voices immediately did this cast have any any punch behind it uh so scrooge was played by a Scourge. guy named alistair sim what a great name who it seems like he has just played scrooge repeatedly because he's in his known for on imdb is a 1951 version of a christmas carol yeah um and then the rest of these just look like noirs huh all right um there's some movie called we geordie we geordie we geordie geordie is a very small boy who feels that the girl he loves is ignoring him because of his size Damn. he decides to take a correspondence course in bodybuilding at 21 Jordy becomes one of the tallest and strongest <laughs> men in scotland i did not expect to be on board with this when you started it <laughs> i just love I that he, that it's he the got of he got psycho. taller <laughs> i took a correspondence course and now i am six feet tall i joined the bodybuilding club yeah that's kind of i built awesome. up all the all the muscles on the bottom of my feet so i'm tall <laughs> just imagining somebody with high heels built entirely out of their own muscle yes. <laughs> Holy oh fuck. man that's awful i love it uh but yeah, that's the, uh, let me see, who else was in this? Um, Michael Redgrave was the narrator. Okay. Who's, yeah, all, all of this looks like his known for stuff is things that I've never heard of that look like, you know, the posters look like noirs, but all of the posters back then looked like noirs. Yeah, it was the only way people knew how to draw those things. Actually, right. that's not true. It's the only way that um, product directors or whatever <laughs> art directors knew how to fucking direct anybody to do. <laughs> it's not the artist's fault. Yeah, it's just like blocks of color and then faces. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then Michael Hordern. I'm so Will, I'm sorry. I don't oh, care about any of these people. And I'm ready to move on. We got this a lot to get through. In, he's in Watership Down. Good. Um, I do actually want to know what character in Watership Down. Uh, Wee Jordy. Um, <laughs> no, someone named Perfect Frith? Delivery. 
Somebody named Frith? Frith. God, I didn't I didn't I, expect that to disappoint me so much. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've uh actually We need to cut all of this. Paid enough attention to Watership Down at any point to know characters' names. <laughs> this has all gotta go, Will. No. Keep it in. Okay. If you insist. They need to hear about Wee Jordy. They do need to hear about Wee Jordy. I would never cut Wee Jordy, don't get me wrong. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um so there's a couple points in this that it, you know everybody knows the story so i don't think we need to do a fucking recap uh old no. man he's real shitty um he sucks. oh one thing Everyone one thing that happens him. right in the beginning that i did want to talk about um this movie and this sort of continues uh, into the rest of them has all of these have such a weird relationship with poverty um and the the very first guy that introduces him is this like um reddish brown coiffed hair and a very nice outfit and is uh, and um, Scrooge calls him, it, like, refers to him as being super poor. Um, was that mm. the movie not understanding what poverty looks like, or was that a joke? Uh, wait, was that his? Was nephew? It his nephew? Yeah. Yeah, I think that was him not understanding what real poverty is. I see. Okay, that makes sense. It's it's hard. Yeah, it was hard to tell. Because like then, just considering him poor because he has less money, right? Than Scrooge, right? Because then, well, it's well, it's like fucking Bob Cratchit's right in the corner, man. <laughs> but their family didn't look too too poor either. Like they had a really nice home and like well furnished with a with a lot of things. Not that that means oh, that sure. you aren't poor, but yeah. But they did a um not amazing job of like establishing that i don't know i think that's yeah that seems like it's pretty universal in the christmas carol yeah it's like like you can't show them then actually would actually bad yeah because you always have like that and then you have these just like just cracked out fucking monsters that are <laughs> stealing his bed curtains and shit <laughs> i fucking love them I loved them so much. I do like those, them. Those creatures were so good. The fucking the when when he he um when Scrooge says you were a good businessman and the ghost of Christmas past says business. <laughs> that made me so happy. <laughs> Just it's... shrieking it. Oh, uh, that was everything to me. I loved it so much. So yeah, I guess at the end of the day, if you want another version of the of a Christmas Carol, this one's you know twenty two minutes long. Yeah, I we'll link it, it in the even. show notes. It's <clears throat> I assume we're just gonna link all of these. Yeah, in the show definitely. Notes all of these ones are are available. It's on just Daily Motion or YouTube or whatever. Yeah. Um. Uh. Anyway. Yeah. Do we want to move on to from all of us to all of you? Let's do that. Also, okay. is it subtitled or also known as Peace on Earth? Huh? Well, no. Peace on Earth was a different thing. Oh. Did I not link that? I think I linked Peace on Earth. This is about to be very, very funny. Uh, send out too many links. Yeah, this is a lot of links. Uh, yeah, Peace on Earth is the... Um, that's the Daily Motion link. Yeah. And from all of us to all of you is the Disney one that's on YouTube. Ah. Did, did you watch both of them? I did not watch both of them. Which I, one did you not watch? I did not watch From All of Us to All of You. 
educate oh, me well. All right. And then I watched Cricket on the Hearth. Did you not watch Cricket on the Hearth? I did not watch Cricket on the Hearth. I see. I this didn't is... even actually link that one. Where did you find Cricket on the Hearth? It's on YouTube. Oh, all right. <laughs> I just liked how the dumb character looks like a thumb with a poorly drawn smile on it. For some reason, I thought that's the one that we were doing. I couldn't, because I, I, I swear, I like scrolled back up and I tried to, and I, and I clicked. I didn't realize that these were two separate links. I clicked the Daily Motion we, we link to, twice. Actually, we need to organize ourselves. <laughs> Oh man, that's hilarious. No, so yeah, tell me tell me a little bit about this one. Okay, so from all of us to all of you is the first Disney like Christmas special. And uh we're going to link the the version that I had found on YouTube. Yeah. Which actually has like ads in it still oh and my shit. God, that's kind of cool. Any good ads? Yeah. Anything stand out? Um there's a like general mills cereal ad that just has like all of the um all the mascots show up at the end <laughs> it's old 200 of them yeah it truly it's amazing. the end game of cereal commercials amazing um but yeah so it it just opens on tinkerbell going into a house turning on all the lights uh starting the fire and then you get uh, Walt Disney pops out and is just like, "We we love you, our viewers. Just just watch all these cartoons." Um, nice. And the version that I've got, like, it kind of swaps between black and white and color because there are multiple versions of this that Disney has done. Hmm. Um, and then you got uh, Mickey playing a song that uh jiminy cricket is uh singing to good 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 yeah which it did make me realize that like one of mickey's only actual character traits early on is that he plays music that's true actually he just spends a lot of time at the piano yeah well and and i'm thinking like back to um to steamboat willie where he's like you know whipping a cat around and shit because it's like oh this will make noise <laughs> oh, God. um but yeah he he's just playing like every instrument in this like prince yeah uh and then we get a short that's just like santa's workshop thing where okay. it's just the elves you know making toys and shit uh they sing a little song um the version that we're linking has all of the racism intact. Yeah. yeah uh, that was going to be a follow-up. It ain't good. Yeah. Damn. Still got yeah. all, that, all that ding-darn racism in there, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm glad that for um, archival purposes, this exists. Mm -hmm. But I, like, I don't know. I would not want to show it to a kid. I'm kind of glad I didn't watch it. Um, well, there's not that much in there. It's it's just like, uh, actually, scrolling through this, there's a fair bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh well, there's a little black doll that's got the little black sambo uh -huh. thing going on. That's pretty bad. And then there's you know, a Chinese toy soldier thing, and like. <sighs> 
just all the, all this bad shit. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, uh, <laughs> they make the toys. Santa packs all of his racist toys into his sleigh and flies away. And that's it. Yeah, they're kind of playing songs the whole time. Uh... Um, and then we pop back to Jiminy Cricket, uh-huh. and Chip and Dale show up, and this is genuinely like just the best part of the thing they have a chip and dale short where they go fucking find uh donald duck out in a cabin and just roll his ass they're like yo he got nuts we're gonna fucking steal him okay that's actually kind of awesome yeah (laughs) and well and all the thing is in modern chip and dale things it's typically them being uh like I I accept them just robbing people because they do that a lot. Yeah. Because they're amoral, they're animals. Right. And they get to do whatever uh, the fuck they want with no consequences. Right. And that's beautiful. Well, here's the thing. In the newer versions, like the the new uh Chippendale Park Life, yeah. they learn a lesson every single time. This one, it's just them going into donald duck's house and <laughs> stealing all of his acorns and then just leaving they just they just get away with it yeah it just ends that's awesome I'm um but yeah it's some fun you know tom and jerry style yeah violence going on um and then after that it's this thing turns into just a clip show. Whoa. Like they just show clips from, uh, let me see. Peter Pan, Bambi. Bambi's the only one that's even like winter themed. It's that scene where, uh, where Bambi and Thumper are dicking around on the ice. Uh, Pinocchio. Uh, Oh, and then there were a bunch that, uh, they, hyper sped through because you can't put them on youtube (laughs) uh like the bella note song from lady and the tramp work song from cinderella uh silly song from snow white i don't even know that one i don't even remember it uh then we come back mickey plays piano they do when you wish upon a star there's an ad for crest toothpaste nice and it ends wow yeah it's i mean it's interesting to look at just from like i said an archival perspective but i don't know that anything aside from the chip and dale cartoon is like really actually like enjoyable to to, watch (laughs) yeah like good (laughs) enough to to throw into your christmas rotation yeah no it sounds it really just sounds like, I don't know, kind of interesting to watch once on this show and call it there. Yeah. Um, and even then, only half of us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> one of one of us just oopsied out of it. I'll uh, do it again. <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, it's from 1958. Yeah, that's a really fucking long time ago, huh? Right? 60 years. Man. So, 
Um, anyway, moving forward. Moving forward. I can quickly talk about Cricket on the Hearth, or we could save that for another episode, because it is a little bit longer. Oh, uh, how long is it? It's like 45 minutes or so. I did not I did not get scot-free out of this one. I had to watch this oh, one. Oh, all right. Well, at least you you paid for your trespasses. I paid the iron price here. Yeah. You know, I don't want you to watch this, actually. It sucks so is fucking it, Yeah, bad. is it actually good enough to... <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, so... just judging by this by the fucking poster it's just like i don't yeah so they open this uh, thing no this with is a, a dvd cover um who shows up and is like you know um you probably have heard many times the story of the christmas carol but did you know that dickens wrote another story about the holidays i didn't like, until now no, because it's not i didn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> he literally says i didn't until now but here it is and um, it's all about how a cricket is lucky. Anyway, we dredged up some garbage for you. Have fun. We are selling this on name recognition alone, and even that isn't going to be enough. Jump into the IP dumpster. <laughs> Find a thingy. Precisely what's happening here. So the crickets are lucky. That's the entire conception. And what? Uh, there's this woman, and she's getting, she's getting married to her, her beloved. And... Um, uh, except he's got to go away to war. Um, so this, this takes place in England, oh, obviously. No. And he's yeah. got to go into the, the Royal Navy for two fucking years. And she's like, I'm going to cry about this. And he's like, no, it's okay. I will be back. Don't and cry. Everyone's We're too like, British no, for emotions. No way. No way. This guy's coming back. Um, and so he goes off to war. Uh, she's just like having a, a good old time with her dad hanging out. Her dad's a toy maker makes a bunch of good toys cool um it's right before the holidays and um uh finds out that uh uh some some like true asshole of a dude comes in is like it is my unfortunate duty to inform you that um your beloved has died or has gone missing i should say uh on the seas and um so she goes blind, I, obviously, I that with um, grief, um, as what? we all do. <laughs> when, when our loved ones pass away, she goes blind with grief. Um, yeah, her dad, uh, in a in a in a uh, attempt to figure out what why her eyesight has gone, hires a million doctors and stops working, um, and goes goes broke. Uh, doesn't make any 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 toys for Christmas. Um, they can't afford their rent, and they become homeless. Um, and they uh, are like... When, when does this fucking cricket show up? Um, the cricket... Oh, I'm sorry. The cricket's been here this whole time. Apparently, they've, been, they've been benefiting off of the luck of this cricket the entire time. Oh, all right. Yeah, <laughs> they're lucky enough to just, like, get entirely fucked and, like, you're... Yeah your fiance dies yeah <laughs> and then lucky so, ass cricket lucky ass cricket and the cricket's also narrating this entire time just like being completely insufferable and being like i'm helping and it was like oh, fucking Christ. no you're not obviously or none of this shit would have happened you <laughs> literally got lost at sea you dumb dumb bug um and so fucking oh my god it's so it's so nuts so because, like, think about the subtext. So the initial subtext is, like, you should not um, 
you, you got to put country before Go. before your own desires. You know, you your yeah. your husband's going off to war, and you should look at this as like a, a beneficial thing. That's like the entire way that it's framed. Um, and then um, when uh, but then he dies. But then but then when he dies, it's also it's also like, um, okay, your your purpose has been served. You know. Uh, until until another man comes along, which we'll get to in a second here, um, yeah. you're 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 sort of uh, done being a human being as far as the story is concerned. Um, and also, blind yeah. people um, have no other way of interacting with the world other than through sight. And so, as long as they can't see, um, then um, they don't know what's going on around them. They have no conception of their own reality, and um, don't know anything that's happening around them um, okay because uh oh and so they're they're houseless they um winter's starting to set in and the narrator's like they have one place left to turn the poor house and they're like no they'll never do that um, yeah <laughs> and fucking they would rather die they would rather die than go to the poor house to to be that's yeah. dickens favorite thing to say it's dickens favorite fucking thing to say fucking loves it so much he loves so much the the, the conception that the poor house is worse than death um yeah and and so they're wandering and then they find a toy factory and um they're like this is a spot of luck from the cricket and they go in and this like, fucking asshole dude is like uh yeah i'm not gonna pay you however you can live here and um I will uh, allow you to not to not go cold on the streets. I'm so giving. And he has a, a crow with a very make funny all name. The toys. For, oh, all right, that's the dude on the left in this poster. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so that dude gives them the the sheer beautiful gift of um, not being houseless. Yeah, of um, housing. <laughs> yeah, and there's no other toy. Um, he gives them the gift of indentured servitude. Precisely, and there's there's nobody else making toys here. It's just this one guy, and it's all very charming because he like spends a little bit of extra time, um, and makes them makes them a little bit better for no extra pay, um, and uh, the house is yeah, like so... fine, but it's clearly supposed to be super terrible, um, and the. <laughs> The dad. They didn't take 2021 into account. <laughs> they did not <laughs> understand what, not even, they not even like, what oh, yeah, London looked like at the time. Yeah. Like, fucking <laughs> places that some people live. This is like a, you know, a nice four-bedroom apartment. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, it, it's like the, oh. yeah. It's like the friends thing. Yeah, precisely. Like, oh, we're, we're none of us are making a lot of money. Anyway, here's our enormous apartment in New York. Precisely. And fucking... So, um, the, uh, oh God, what, what even, what even happens now? Oh, um, and so he starts lying to her about what their physical space is and what the reality what? is. And because she's blind <laughs> that's, and that's obviously a monstrous cannot, thing to do, <laughs> cannot interact with the world any other way. That's is so like, terrible. Yeah, this is nice. Um, he also, um, lies and tells her that the, uh, the, 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 the no this food is good it's the good kind of rich people food <laughs> and she's like oh, you're yeah, eating. i can't see so obviously you must be telling yeah. the truth 
Uh, and that's like the whole fucking the the whole fucking thing for like most of the movie is just like you cannot see, and so um, yeah, I'm just gonna so I can just keep yeah. lying to you about about what you're experiencing. And Jesus Christ, yeah, it's fucking it's nasty. And then that like sucks. her husband <laughs> shows up, but is also lying to her about who he is for a bunch of time. And then the um the factory owner proposes to her, and she thinks that he's not super gross looking. Um, and he's like, you know, aside from, from being a, you know, a, a hellish ghoul, uh, landlord is also just like, you know, a, a, yeah, a nasty right. well, I man. can see him on the poster, but, um, but that's not, that's not my point is that it's, it's only all of those. He has all of these awful traits to him, um, about the way that he literally interacts with with people oh. and is obviously a bad person and she's yeah like, like totally things that you could tell by by you know talking to him listening to the things that he says precisely rather um, than having to look at him but uh she can't see him and so she thinks he's a swell dude and is like ready to marry him <laughs> and is like totally <laughs> totally on board with this and is like going to accept his proposal um and then there's this whole God thing damn. with uh This is like some incel shit. Dude, it is some incel it's, shit. It's so it's bad. Just... It's really fucking terrible. And like the whole thing is like, you know If I if I had higher cheekbones, then all women would love me. Precisely. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, women aren't interested in anything other than appearance and uh-huh. uh you know, they're also yeah, she's blind, so she's imagining him as that Giga Chad meme. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, he's so great. God, I hated it. It was bad. Yeah. We don't have to talk about it anymore. It sucks. It sucks. I just love this poster. That's why I sent it over. Because <laughs> the, the, the crickets. Yeah, the crickets just like smiling in a way that's like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the cricket also gets. um. Uh, the fucking the factory owner is like it's time to deal with this cricket for some reason he was like oh because the the cricket like conspires to um to ruin the proposal uh and so he um uh god what does he do he he gets his crow to go find a um a monkey and what? two other animals i can't remember what they are like a cat crows eat bugs the cat sang a whole fucking song that was sucked um jesus and got them to all kidnap the cricket and sell it to a ship captain um the ship captain double crossed them pulled out a pistol and shot all three of them and then <laughs> <laughs> and then and then uh Put the cricket in a tiny cage to go take him all the way to China to sell him for a bolt of silk. Because racism. You can just step on a cricket. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is like, then, like the fucking 60s Batman movie where it's just like, cricket. oh, well, we'll get this cricket and we'll have a... <laughs> We'll hand him a bomb, but we'll put a bunch of nuns around so that he can't go. And then he'll j- run over here and step on this panel and it'll launch him out a window and an octopus will eat him. Like... Exactly. And the cricket plays dead um, and gets thrown overboard. Uh, and then a whale and a swordfish and a bunch of other bullshit carry him yeah. back, uh, back to shore. So oh, Jesus. You weren't. All right. I thought you were kidding. 
no all of this still. happened in the, in the in the thing all yeah. right i don't have to tell any jokes here i could just i could just relay this anyway anyway that's that's yeah. the whole film don't watch it ever that's, it sucks worse than all the rest heart. of them somehow all right um, let's move on to like something actually good remotely palatable um because um, this owns yeah peace on earth yeah a 1939 hugh hartman cartoon who's hugh hartman uh hugh oh not <laughs> hugh hartman hugh Harmon. ah who's hugh Harmon? get around to <laughs> I don't know who these fucking people are. I didn't get around to looking him up. Good. Uh, We're on the same page then for once. Find his ass on IMDb. Because this was interesting. So I well uh, while you're doing that, I can sort of set the scene here. We we are we are introduced with a couple of chipmunks. Um uh with specifically one chipmunk sort of coming in from the winter, uh the winter cold into his house with um his uh presumably wife and again kids um they're all kind of cheery and and he's singing uh singing some songs um that i immediately wrote wrote the i like this what i loved about this film is that as i continued to watch it i asked several questions about what the fuck was happening and it answered all of them unfailingly Um, oh yeah and i was very impressed by that because the very first question i wrote on my page is do chipmunks consider themselves men because (laughs) uh the the song they're singing what's the actual i pull up the actual oh god it's yeah they just deleted all religion from the song which i'm in favor of yeah it was great um okay hugh Harmon just did like tons and tons of shorts he has 113 director credits that's amazing oh my god uh and one thing that's easy to miss the first time you're watching this especially if like me you didn't read the description before watching it um is that it's panning over this scene um, of yeah just uh, like peace on earth goodwill to men goodwill goodwill to all men um and yeah it's panning over a bunch of helmets with bullet holes through them and like smashed tanks and rubble all frozen over machine guns and barbed wire but it's subtle it's like legitimately subtle in the way that it's presented um because you have this like very peaceful beautiful song that's like well performed over over this and it's yeah i don't know your 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 brain honestly skims over it the first time that you're watching it and like only after a second do you catch like oh that's that's a helmet with a bullet hole through it holy shit yep uh so we're in a post-apocalyptic world where all of these like that sounds like squirrels and chipmunks and stuff have uh rebuilt civilization based (laughs) on yeah like based on the ten commandments like taking them extremely literally how, yeah, how an uh, animal yeah. would just be like do not kill all right well we won't kill anyone time to not kill anymore man yep i do i do loved killing but i guess if yeah. we can't do uh, it anymore i'll have to suppress my bloodthirst in some other way <laughs> um but yeah uh it's it's a really interesting 
short uh it was now i i keep finding the fact that it was nominated for a nobel peace prize whoa what but well but that doesn't at least in the modern era that doesn't mean anything i don't know if back in 1939 they had the same Criteria. system yeah well nowadays so uh when trump was nominated for a nobel peace prize he made like a big deal out of it but all that it takes for that to happen is one person to fill out a form oh. and send it in yeah i didn't know yeah. that uh someone nominated hitler like extremely posthumously for it just to like <laughs> just to, like show Probably just, just to, to show, show that like, this is possible yeah like yeah. it doesn't fucking matter yeah. like nominated for a nobel peace prize doesn't mean anything got but it maybe back in 1939 it did i mean i can't imagine that they made the system more lax uh, you know what i mean like it wouldn't make sense yeah. if if this used to be difficult and then all of a sudden was made uh made very easy that doesn't that doesn't make a ton of sense you know what we should do? we should get this podcast uh nominated for a nobel peace prize um you the listener could do this for us mm-hmm. um right fill out that form fill out that form don't be cowards on on two's podcast uh <laughs> for the nobel peace prize in chemistry Ooh. um there's a yeah i just did something <laughs> yeah well nobel invented dynamite don't they don't they call that something uh, they call that something else it's not the peace prize I thought it, or is it the Nobel Prize for Chemistry? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. We're showing our hand here a little bit of how. Um, yep. Uh, showing my how, ass. how big of a doofus all of us are here. But um, the animation. Let's let's get back. The animation's yeah. quite good. Um, animation's good. Uh, the explosion effects, in particular, yeah, look really good. They're super super good. Like the um smoke and stuff like that and it's amazing how does this thing that opens on uh a bunch of chipmunks transition to explosions and stuff is that is a is a hard cut when the grandpa is telling a story to yeah. a dude wearing a gas mask carrying a gun and yeah fucking and explosions him describing that person in the way that an animal would yeah it's wild um but yeah, this uh you you just have a war uh and it kind of intercuts between the grandpa uh very animated mm -hmm. uh in the god damn it there's got to be a better word for that. Um but telling this story in a very animated way like you know diving underneath the couch and shit like that. Yeah. Um and this horrible war that's happening and then it comes down to like hey there are two men left like two like two human on beings Earth. yeah Both and of they them shoot, shoot each other at the same time <laughs> and then fall into the muck blood yep. it's like it's grotesque it is like actually harrowing it reminds me yep. a lot of like pink floyd's the wall war scenes honestly but like I, the, yeah, the kids I, I cartoon did make, version. Yeah. I did make a note that like this isn't that far away from happening, but we're gonna kill a lot more wildlife. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's no way these fucking chipmunks. Those are squirrels ain't making it out of there. Uh-uh. Um, yeah, that's uh, so that just... from there it turns into uh, aspirational communalist anarchist fiction. Yeah, uh, where all of the animals come out and they're like, "Well, we found this book. Like, that's the only thing it says not to kill people. It says to care for each other." Okay, let's start building a new society. It's like actually wild sci-fi. Like this is Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm so impressed at this thing's existence and the way that it was the way that it was put together. Um, and that is from 1939. Yeah. That's Yeah. It's bonkers. And like um the scene where they sort of come upon this, it's a it's like a bombed out church um with these broken rafters but the light still coming in and it's like i don't know a it's like a, a it feels like a, a representation of like uh non-specific deity like it doesn't it doesn't feel like this is a christian yeah. god is what i'm what i'm trying to get at i guess like this feels like kind of something outside of... i mean but then they start just reading the ten commandments yeah so but like that's... even the ten commandments are like pretty pretty generic all told yeah um but yeah it's uh it's a really good one this is definitely one you know if i had kids i'd be like yeah we should watch this yeah like, this is good it's like i can see it being a little bit scary i mean it's scary. for kids but not horrendously scary yeah that's you fair. know definitely spooky though yeah and they get to watch all these you know chipmunks build uh their town which is called peaceville does um the ten commandments don't have the word peace in it how do they make the connection between peace and i don't know i think they they must have a record of this song yeah because they won't fucking stop singing i need more chipmunk it's lore. their favorite song this doesn't have nearly yeah enough. can we bring this back and you know just <laughs> milk this ip for all it's worth yeah well the one thing Let's that i'm making hbo max there's not series ip manipulation <laughs> yeah degradation here we haven't seen these uh these squirrels in like 400 different shows and that's really what we want can i get peace on earth 76 and peace on earth 3 and 4 and mm -hmm. uh, i don't know whatever all the other fallouts are yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, I thought you were referencing oh was it Wonder Woman eighty four? Oh nice was the, the new one. Yeah. What a weird, weird thing. Um Yeah. Just strange object. That was so mad. Anyway. It was very legitimately very cool. Yeah. Very good. Watch this one. So basically the ones that I would say are worth watching from this episode are uh Christmas Carol and Peace on Earth. Yeah. And they're both short. Um, that was it's I like I like doing these ones yep. that are a little bit shorter and have a little bit more meat on their bones. Yeah. This is um, legitimately great. And next episode we're planning on also doing shorts, but doing more avant garde Christmas <laughs> shorts. That's um things that are uh less i don't know dickens inspired yeah i'm sick of this fucking guy <laughs> yeah 
fucking so sick of dickens <laughs> and his dumb shit cricket so sick of dickens <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we're gonna be we're gonna be watching stuff that's more on the um how do you describe it well like post internet a little bit is part of the deal uh some of it but things that have more to say about christmas yeah than just hey this is it's the reason for the season and the everyone season, well. everyone loves it and hey hey uh christmas christmas you know things that have more to say about it than that yeah or yeah more to say about christmas than just hey it's christmas so which granted peace on earth had more to say than that but the others didn't the others, the others actually the others not. had more to say but it was all fucking added prop for capitalism yeah speaking of which did we want to talk about that red ape family show oh god not on this episode <laughs> i haven't watched it yet i mean i'm not about to fucking i mean it's not a whole show it's a minute it's a one minute trailer for a grift i see <laughs> i didn't realize that it was just the trailer yeah god it's heinous. i mean there's there's no way that they actually make this thing you say that you say that there's so many fucking things in this world that i have started out thinking there's no way they do x y yeah and, and buddy they do it well so here was my thought on how to link it in is that in this in peace on earth the world is destroyed by humans and then uh all of these animals come in and just rebuild everything uh the red ape family it's it's very ironic that <laughs> they come back the, well <laughs> their whole thing is like earth has been destroyed and it's like well all right what's destroying earth right now is is it nfts because this is the world's first animated nft show god well i'm imagining that this is um this just this takes place in the same universe as peace on earth and after the chipmunks have sort of built an anarchist utopia uh then these stupid dipshit apes and lions run in and they're just like kicking shit over come back and like build me a rocket I need to go to space. <laughs> Elon Musk daddy told me to. Um, uh, and then they, yeah, fly off to space yep. after having just Fucked ravaged the world of all of its resources. So look forward to um, possibly us talking about that if they actually make something real out of it. Yeah, well, I mean, we got a trailer. I <sighs> Genuinely, I think that it's just going to be like so many other nft things where they make this trailer uh, they just like barely learned how to use toon boom made this trailer and they're gonna try and get a whole bunch of money out of people and then it's gonna work it's gonna work will (laughs) i mean it'll it'll work but i don't think that the comics gonna or that the cartoon's gonna exist i think that they're just gonna take the money cut and run okay actually i take back everything i said that's way more fucking likely. That seems way more likely, yeah, right? Never fucking mind. <laughs> anyway, this has been our episode about NFTs. Just make some peace on earth NFTs. I so 
I'm so. Did you see that Wally NFT? No, I, what? <laughs> Disney made a Wally NFT, and it's the most grim Fuck. shit. <laughs> There's you know, this cartoon about the, exactly the thing we're doing and how much it sucks. I'm not saying I'm not saying that this that this you know makes me special or anything, but it's been so painful coming into this whole this whole bullshit being somebody who like um i don't know understands the potential for this technology and also comes from an art background because bolt like there's there is so much interesting legitimate potential for a like the the baseline technology here um not talking about there are definitely use cases for it and there's definitely interesting things to be done with it and it's it's just that it's 2021 so we landed on the dumbest shit thing that you could do with it it's been so fucked and i just i'm so heartbroken by by everything that has come out of this and and just it just keeps happening well yeah it just keeps happening that's kind of just the way that you know the 2020s have been going is where we come up with some kind of technology that has real and good potential and then some grifters figure out the dumbest way to implement it yeah and that's just the only thing that it is and like it'd be fine even if you know i am all i said this at the at the very beginning and i still mean it i'd be fine if this was like you know actual artists pulling a fucking grift on rich people and that's what it what like came out of it is that we robin hooded some people yeah and then but and then we it's rich people playing a grift on slightly less rich people exactly and it's like not just slightly less rich people there's like a lot of a lot of people who are you know um who think that this is like oh they're out who think that this is you know a way that they can make a move in capitalism yeah and and that this is like could potentially be beneficial for them more beneficial for their families with like actual dreams of um financial stability and like that's the fucking poison here and that's the poison with all this capitalist bullshit is that you know it's not just the rich people that get that get sucked into yeah, it it's like that it gets the, yeah. corporatized immediately the promise of it is actually succeeding in capitalism right when that's it that's not really a possibility with the way that the thing is no it's not and like it it would be it would be one thing if you know there's there's ways to mint nfts that are not um like as as disastrous for the environment as doing something on the ethereum chain um and there's there is a like yeah but you have to put trust into stuff that yes. isn't just the blockchain itself yes and like the the way that it is that is shaped out it is just another fucking brand it's just brands that are doing this it's shit that already existed and then like some dumb fucking monkeys and lions and that is just so fucking rough anyway yeah so. yeah i found i'm trying to find another hugh Harmon clip there's one that he made or there's there's a short that he made called drinking water huh. and i was just very curious about what what this is it's gonna be about water scarcity and it's gonna be right 
I mean, it sounds like it's it's made for soldiers to show them that they're supposed to drink water. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's all right. The third commandment for health: drinking water. Thou shalt not drink water from any other source than de than that designated, else thou become victim to an unhappy fate more painful than Japanese lead. Thou shalt use thy water sparingly and wisely, else thy days and thy brother's days shall be numbered. Private McGillicuddy discovers what happens when you don't follow that commandment. What the fuck? This guy was like, I mean, he made this one cool thing. I would not be surprised to discover that he was also like a wackadoodle. Yeah, this... Well, it's from 1945, so it's definitely World War II propaganda. Got it. The only voice that I can find in it is Mel Blanc. <laughs> I just want to. Maybe just the one here. Yeah. Anyway, this. Episode yeah, we strung you a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>